Washington's spirituals. My God, my grandmother would love that. She would be super excited about that song. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. It's your girl LMJ in the building this morning. And I am so grateful that I've got Jesus. Like that is absolutely everything. And if you didn't know that's what you needed and who you needed, we need to go back and start this day all over again because more than anything, he is what we need. He is the authority. He is the final say. So I need y'all to do me a favor. I need y'all to pray for me this morning. Um, Krispy Kreme closed locally. And I love donuts. Everybody knows that I love donuts and Krispy Kreme closed. And I promise you, my feelings was hurt and they closed on a Tuesday and I didn't know they were closing. So I didn't even get to go get like my last round of donuts. Tammy, you laughing. I'm like, I was so serious. So y'all lift me up. I feel a little grief this morning. I was like, I can't even go get my last dozen of donuts. They're closed. How they, dare they? And I'm in the news and see everything and didn't see that. No, I'm just playing, Tammy. I'm playing. I'm playing. And didn't just, and didn't see that they had closed. So I'm like, oh my gosh, Krispy Kreme donuts closed. It shouldn't be this serious about a donut, but it is for me. So y'all lift your girl up. <laughs> Melissa, like I like donuts. I like love donuts. I can eat donuts every day. It's a shame how much I love donuts. So I'm like, oh my gosh, they closed. Like, what am I going to do? Oh, somebody said the employees didn't know. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, that's so sad. Oh, that's so, so sad. Well, we need to lift up those employees. Wow, they just closed the doors. Oh, something major must have happened. That is so sad. I was like, I saw it on the news. They were closing. I'm like, oh my gosh, what do you mean they closed? Who does this? Who closes Krispy Kreme Donuts? Uh, let me get us started with the day. We're a little bit behind the time this morning, but we all good. We on time with Jesus. We've been studying Jesus. Versus daughter. Look, if you're not connected to the YouTube channel, go get connected to the YouTube channel. Go get there. Uh, subscribe. It doesn't cost you anything to subscribe. We're not going to blow you up. Uh, but what it does is it just creates a quality channel. And if I can get up to a thousand people on the YouTube channel, I can go live from YouTube as well. And I like to be able to go live uh, from YouTube for those people that use YouTube. So I don't like Shipley's Donuts, Odell. I don't, I don't like Shipley's. They are not a better donut. I, as a matter of fact, my preference is DJ's Donuts in my mail, even over Shipley's. And they used to own a Shipley. I don't like Shipley's Donuts. I'm a donut connoisseur. So donuts have to have a certain flake, have a certain amount of icing, have a certain, if they're a cake donut, have a certain moisture. <laughs> It gets so serious with me and donuts. Isn't that something? It gets so serious with me and donuts. I'm so serious. Um, I'm sorry if you're just logging on. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I'm Lakeisha Johnson, your host today, aka LMJ. Okay, 
Okay, and so we had this thing about donuts this morning. Uh, we're getting ready to get started in the Word. You will always have to be so serious. Oh, we're getting ready to get started in the Word. We were talking about my love for donuts. That's good. Tammy, Tammy Burr said YouTube is great for her because you can pause. You can take notes, you can reverse it, and you can go slowly. Uh, and YouTube goes all the way back, I think almost to 2017 of videos. So make sure that you um, get connected, go get subscribed to the YouTube channels. It uploads the videos from today and you can go back. Like there's some of my favorites on there, Matters of the Hearts. Um, there's some small sips. There's some miniature encouraging things on there. It's great for your friends who don't have Facebook and Instagram. It's a still, still a way that you can include them. And we also click include a link in the daily devotional. Today, I'm going to go back to dropping the video in the daily devotional. I used to drop the video in the devotional. And sometimes I just like to make it a little bit easier on people. Melissa is laughing at me and this donut. Yeah. Brandy Clark held the donut. The donut is deep, deep. Like the donut is so deep for me. So let's get started for, um, this day, I want to read something and I'm going to read this and then we're going to get into uh, what's next. Uh, uh, oh, here it is. Philippians 4 and 6. This is my encouragement to you today. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. The eighth verse says, and now dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting it into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then a God of peace will be with you. And um, that's the NLT version. The version that you guys are used to hearing or saying is, uh, be anxious for nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication. Make our request known. Make make our request known. Um, so I'm just saying to you, be anxious for nothing. And this morning when I was meditating on that, um, Melissa Price, your name came to my heart and came to my spirit. And Lord told me to tell you, just keep moving on. Be anxious for absolutely nothing keep moving ahead. God has it and has every circumstance and situation. So I love God. I love God that he's so intimate that he will put a person's name in your face. See, that's why intercessory is so serious, that he would put a person's name in your face, that he would put um, your your name on another person's heart or mind for them to pray. And as I was riding, he just showed me her. He said, tell her, be anxious for nothing. Read Philippians 4. Remind her, be anxious for nothing. Everything in her supplication. She's made a request known, and he's going to take care of everything else. He's got everything else. I love God, and I'm grateful that he gives us the, the the revelation in all things and that he'll speak a word for us in due season. He'll speak a word for us in due time and tell us just keep moving forward. Keep moving on. I'm so grateful.
that hey do me a favor go share the video go put the video in someone else's hands if you have not been tuned into this series the series is available for you on youtube it's called the grave robbers series and remember we are not trying to mentally ascend these things we want revelation can i tell you something sometimes revelation doesn't come to the fourth or fifth time that's why i always tell you guys go back and listen to it again i'm listening to a series of something right now i've been on this series for two, three, four, five weeks. I, I went back in to a part of the series today and something popped. And I was like, oh my God. So now when I close down, I need to write down what I heard in this series because I never heard it that way before. If you're really going to be groomed in the things of God, you've got to take your time. you got to be plotted accordingly. My God, you've got to be plotted accordingly. You've got to be put in this thing carefully. And so that's why I always tell you, don't rush from the table. Don't rush. Well, we cancel that spirit of uh, stress, Jillian, and we stand in the gap with you right now that you feel the relief, um, the pressure. The only pressure you need to feel is the pressure of the Holy Ghost. So go back. I just read, if you're just logging in, go back to Philippians 4, 4 and read that for yourself and take that for yourself. Can I tell you something? When the Lord witnesses to another person, you can still take that on for yourself. That's why when um, anytime you're in the presence and the Holy Spirit is moving, or even if God leads a person to pray, you should really get quiet and tune into the spirit because the word may be for you as well. The word may be for you. You can receive that word. That's why it's important to be quiet and be still when the gifts are moving because you can receive that word as well. That's why it's so important for, I don't know who this is going to enhance my God, someone's study life. When you're studying the word of God, that you're attentive to the word of God. That's why in the morning I tell you, get up, get your coffee, get your conversation, get started up. Don't just lay in the bed unless you can lay in the bed and you can write and you can journal and you can press into his presence. God isn't interested in having dormant or dead time. My God, God isn't interested in that. He's not interested in just having casual time with you. If you're before God, you should be receiving something from God. If you're experiencing the power of the Holy Spirit, you should be receiving. If you're not receiving, it's not because the gifts aren't working. It's because you're not open to receive. And so we don't want mental ascension. We talked about that. We don't want to be mocking parrots. We want the word to have revelation and then manifestation and manifestation is the fruits joy peace um um all of the fruits of the spirit self-control patience love the ability to overcome all of that comes when the word goes beyond mental ascent to a point of revelation to the point of manifestation. And that's because habitation is occurring, habitation of the Holy Spirit. That's why I want you to rush through things because when you rush through things, then you don't allow. People ask me all the time, how do you do it all? How do you have ministry? How do you have family? It is not me. I can't take credit for this. It's the God that lives in me. It's the time that I spend with him. It's letting the word take the take precedent in my life and also the word take precedent in my life. It's learning to manage my emotions through the word of God. Be anxious for nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication, making my requests known. So when anxiety, this, this is a life lesson right now. When anxiety tries to come in and tries to consume my mind and tries to overwhelm me and tries to make me feel bad or tries to make me worry over a situation, I pause it. I've learned to pause it at the door. I, 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 
high. I'm not going to be anxious. I'm not going to be worried. I'm not going to be consumed. As a matter of fact, my word tells me to resist the devil and he's going to flee. And when I start doing that where anxiety is concerned, then what happens is the anxiety begins to go away. Why? Because I'm taking the counsel of the word and I'm not taking the counsel of my emotions. I'm not taking the counsel of my anger. I'm not taking the counsel of my worry. I'm not taking the counsel of my doubt. The word works. <laughs> the word works, but you got to take the whole counsel of the word and you got to know how to apply the word to the situation. So you need more than mental assent. You need to know, you need more than being able to spout off the the scripture you need the scripture to take residence in you that's why i tell you bit small bites still equal a meal and i would rather you spend time on small bites than trying to hunt 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 i got a 14 year old and when he eats i'm always like i look up we'll, we'll all start eating together and he's a big guy too we'll all start eating together we're eating we're eating and then the next thing i look up i've taken three bites and then his whole plate is gone and i'm like boy did you taste that my god that's a word for somebody did you taste that did you taste the word did you experience the holy spirit or are you just doing actions thoughts deeds mindless did you experience the Holy Spirit. Did you taste that? Did, it says, oh, taste and see, my God. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. And I always ask him, did you taste that? Did you savor the flavor? Did you did you enjoy that? Did you, did you taste the blends of garlic and cumin and all the other seasons? And most of the time when you shove something in, my God, what a word. So, so most of the time, thank you, Holy Spirit. When you shove something in that includes the word of God, then you're missing. You're not tasting it. You're just shoving it in. You're just consuming it. And you're not getting the fullness of what God is trying to do for you. You eat too fast. <laughs> you move too quick. You move too soon. And so then you're not getting the evidence and the fruit of what God is trying to do in your life. And so if you really, 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 really want to advance, if you really, 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 really want to see the power of God move in your life, then take your time and your word. This is not a rush. This is not a rush. It's not given to the, the quick, to the swift, to the all of those. It's the, to the one that endures to the end. Well, how are you going to endure to the end? The only way that you're going to be able to endure to the end is that you, the word, you have revelation of this in your life. Uh, the man of God taught last night on love and he said it took him a minute to get revelation. Once a revelation came, he was able to walk into the fullness of forgiveness and everything. Revelation is going to change you. Revelation is going to change you. So it's not enough for you to quote. It's not enough for isms. It's not enough for all of those things. It's more important that you all taste and see that the Lord is good, that you learn to chew. That's why I always say small bites equal a meal. That's why I always take our time through a particular verse or a particular scripture where before in my past, I'd read through it and been like, boom. But now when I read through it, it's like, my God, you got to take your time in this. You get to one word and there's so much in one word. You get to, Jesus said, don't 
be afraid, just have faith. And there's so much in this. So you got to slow down and receive the word. You're not in a race to prove anything spiritually. And I hope that makes sense. And I hope that helps somebody this morning. There, Take the whole counsel of the word and believing the word and trusting. And when you're believing the word and trusting the word, it's going to manifest in every area of your life. When you've got revelation for something, fruit is produced fruit is produced. So let's get into the word today. Let's pray. We just got a little bit of time left. Um, I believe in letting the Holy Spirit lead this thing. And he just led the thing. I think that helps somebody. I think that's going to help somebody in their study life. I think that's going to help somebody in their ability to grow in their relationship with God. I told you guys the other day that consistency pays off that consistency will pay off, that your due diligence will pay, pay off. That's big. Jeanette Roman just said something big. She said, wow, my prayer this morning was, God, don't let me be a parent, but that it would be revelation in my heart. And that's the thing we're going to pray now. That was the thing I was saying this morning. I need, I don't want anybody connected to this devotional to be in just a mental ascent because they'll think that the word is not working and the word is working. The word works. The word is going to work, but it's a spiritual thing and not a natural thing. So my prayer this morning is that we all walk into divine revelation. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Father God, that we rightly divide your word today. We thank you, Father God, that we will not mentally ascend a thing, Father God, but that you'll give us the revelation of the Holy Ghost, my God, that we'll have ears to hear, that our eyes are open, Lord God, that our hearts are open to receive. We thank you. You are breaking up fallow and stony ground. Anything that is hardened in our heart that does not look like you, Lord God, we thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing, for we know that the anointing is the one that destroys the yoke. Show us your glory, Lord God. Let us receive your glory. Let miracle signs and wonders and marvels, my God, be manifested in our lives today. Let us encounter to you like never before, my God. Let him come into our home today, in our cabinets, in our bathroom, and everywhere we go that we encounter you like never before. We just invite you in this morning. We invite you to take over our life. We invite you to take over our day. Give us the wisdom we need for this day. We plead the blood of Jesus over our phone calls, over our text messages, over our emails that we read, Lord God. And we thank you. We are responding according to Christ and according to you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. You are a sovereign God. You are a righteous God, Father God. You are a mighty God, Lord God. And we thank you, bless you, Father God. And we serve you today, my God. Let us not make a decision, Father God, without serving you today, Lord God. We put you first in everything, Father God. Show us the areas in our life that do not align with your word. Show us the areas, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for manifestation, for miracle signs and wonders, for divine revelation, clarity, wisdom that can only come from above. We thank you, Father God, that our hearts are saturated in your love, my God, saturated in your love so that we can go and be all that you called us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. That's good, Jillian. That's a really good prayer. Keep my mind fixed on you, Lord, not my troubles. So when my troubles come to heart, I just say Jesus and accept that to be your truth. We don't want any mental ascent. We want divine revelation so that we can walk into the fullness of what God called us to be. Now, remember, 
we've been in this grave robber series. Uh, God has been making the case for Christ. We've been learning and growing in the things of Christ. We've been understanding that we've got to get out of our own way and we've got to understand the importance of Jesus, that transparency and vulnerability is what's going to change our life. So it's okay for you to say, I'm afraid. It's okay for you to say, I'm confused. It's okay for you to say, I'm overwhelmed. It's okay for you to say those things. It's okay to be real honest with where you are. I told you yesterday, stay close to Jesus. Draw in J. Iris. Do you know how big that was for the priest, the prophet, the, the pastor of the synagogue to be so vulnerable that he'd lay himself at the feet of the Jesus and basically, I can't cast this out. I can't move this thing. And the only thing that's going to change this thing is you. So we are just so crazy. Father God, for the word this morning. So we're skipping, we're going into Mark 5 and we're in 38. And this, this is requiring another level of faith. This is requiring another level of faith. This is requiring you to trust God a little bit more. This is requiring you to put God in the center of this thing. This is requiring you to make God first, right? And so he said, don't Jesus, but Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus, don't be afraid, just have faith. Then Jesus stopped the crowd. My God, my God, can you imagine the power and the authority that happens right here? It says Jesus stopped the crowd. There has to be something significant going on over here. That's why I said we got to make sure we're taking our time in this. He stopped the crowd. He did not allow them to go on with him to the scene of Jairus's house, he pretty much said, nope, you guys can't go further. And they had been in so many, and they had witnessed so many things, but Jesus only took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. He did not allow anybody else to go any further. This has got to be significant. This has got to be important. This isn't just written here haphazardly. So you have to begin to ask yourself, why is it that Jesus stopped the crowd? Why is it that Jesus stopped the crowd? How come he didn't let anybody else to follow them? I don't know if he only wanted the inner circle. I don't know if he, can I tell you something? When I'm in my, in my, in my worst situation, I only need those to attach to me that believe. <laughs> I only need those that attach to me that believe. When I'm in my worst situation, and even when I'm not in my worst situation, when I'm trying to manifest something, when I'm believing God for something, I'm not I don't have time to be apart or connected or attached to this crowd. This was a really grave situation. This was a but Jesus moment. And for some significant reason, he stopped the crowd. He made a decision that the crowd wasn't going to be a witness to this, that this was a very private situation that they were moving into. And when I was looking at this earlier, I'm like, Lord, you didn't allow the crowd to go with this. You let Peter, James, and John be the only witness and her family. And we know when he gets to the house, he does something even more significant. There was much too much commotion. And I'm going to talk about that, the weeping and wailing. There was much too much commotion. And I think what Jesus was determining, he was setting this situation up for a miracle. He didn't need a crowd. He didn't need a lot of unbelief. He didn't need a lot of expect spectators. He didn't need a lot of people being joined to what was going to happen next. So I'm going to share this with you. And I just want to tell you it's okay to pull away from 
I know you've been used to doing stuff with in, in, in the public eye, and I know you've been used to calling on your friends, and I know you've been used to having people involved in this next part of the situation, but I'm telling you today, it's okay for you to step away from the crowd and enter into your intimate. My God, Psalms 91 and 1, he who dwelleth in the secret place of the most high. Yeah, Tammy, you only need two or three. You only need two or three to be in agreement. You ain't got to have a whole God crowd. You ain't got to have a whole lot. Of, my God, you ain't got to have a whole lot of people in your business. You ain't got to have Facebook in on this. What God is trying to set set up for you. Uh, and it's not about a spectacle. It's not about spectation. It's not about a whole bunch of people trying to see. It's okay for you to pull away from the crowd. It's okay for you to dwell in the secret place. It's okay for you to have those one or two to be in agreement with you. But in this next season, what God is trying to manifest for you ain't for the crowd. No way. <laughs> It ain't for the crowd, no way. It ain't for everybody else, no way. It's just for you. So it's okay for you to be pulled away and set and in this intimate place with God, in this intimate place with your prayer partners, and in the intimate place with those that are going to give you whole counsel. And can I tell you something? You need some people on your team that have compassion for you. My God, you need some people on your team that have consistency with you. You need some people on your team that's not going to be more so easily offended. You need some people on your team that have hearing ears. You need some people on your team that are full of faith. You need some people on your team that's not going to question God. You need some people on your team to be connected to you, that'll pray you through, that'll usher you through, that won't allow you to be emotionally moved. You just need to separate yourself and put one or two, two or three people in the midst of this situation. I believe that's a divine word from God. I think some of you have been too connected. You've been too public. You've been in too many spaces. You've had too many people involved in your situation. And God wants to bring you to a very intimate place in him. God wants to bring you to a very intimate place in him not where everybody is involved, not where everybody else has their thought process, not where everybody else is weighing in on this situation. He wants you to be, it, to be in between you and for who, yeah, that's good, Jessica Thompson. Who do you have around you? Who do you have around you? Who's around to you, around you? Who's connected in this thing? Who's involved in this thing? Because can I tell you something? If you got the wrong people on your team, they'll disrupt your corrupt, they'll disrupt your corporate anointing. They'll disrupt. They, they won't be in the agreement. They won't be in the space. They perhaps be, may be bringing a lack of faith. My God, my God, putting your whole counsel in your whole way. Who's on your team? Who's around you? My God, connect to this thing divinely. This ain't about Facebook. This ain't about receiving um, affirmation from a whole lot of people. This situation of what's happening next is about you and God. You with God. You and God. That's it, Brasenia. He said, um, that's it. He did me the same way. I'm all you need, LMJ. I'm all you need, LMJ. You ain't got to have nobody else but me. I'm all you need, LMJ. You ain't even got time to be focused on no other people. You ain't got to be saturated. You don't need the wisdom. You need him. All you need, you've been connected. So if you're going to have somebody, get a two or three, a wise two or three. Get a wise two or three. Get some wise, get somebody that can pray for you. Get somebody that can intercede. Get somebody that's going to give you wise counsel. My God, my God, I'm not, I'm telling you, he'll send you the right people. He'll send you the right people. He'll put the right people in place. 
I promise you will. He'll put the right people in place. But sometimes you got to get rid of the wrong people to experience the right people. I promise you this. Sometimes you got to get rid of wrong people. It's just you. It's just a situation where it's you and God. And we're going to see that next. I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. I'm over time. Oh, my gosh. Make sure that you read your Bill Winston confession. Confession. Make sure you ask God and pray and say, Lord, what do you want me to do? Sometimes involving the wrong people in the circumstance or in the situation hurts the situation. So ask the Lord about who are your people you're to be connected to. The people that are going to steal your joy, the people that are not going to be in faith. Some of y'all, some of y'all don't want to be connected to the people who are going to push you a little bit more because they push you out of your comfort zone. And so it's easy to be connected to people who um, sow into your carnalness, who sow into your worry, who sow into your weariness. Not in this season, not for what not needs to happen next, not for your miracle, <laughs> not for your miracle. I love y'all so much. I love you more than you know. I love you more than life itself, I promise you. And I am so grateful for what God is doing in you and with you. And I pray the promises of God over your life, that the blessing be so rich and it add no sorrow, that it overtake you, my God, that it lasts for ages, that it be upon you and your children as well. I thank you, Father God, that we serve a sovereign God. And the promises of God are yes and amen. I'll see y'all back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Going to start studying the book of Mark 5. I'll see you back here at 5 a.m. Go be loved today. Why? It's kingdom, baby. My God. My, 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 my God. You don't need a whole bunch of people with you. Two, three. One or two. Two, three. Get you a few people on your team. My God. Get you a few people on your team. You don't need a whole bunch of people with you. Get you a few people. Get you a couple of prayer partners. Get somebody that you know going to stand in the gap for you. Get somebody you know that, that, that can have a wisdom for you. Get connected to the right people. Get planted. Get steadfast in those relationships. You don't need a whole lot of people for what needs to happen next. You, you, you don't need it. You don't need it. You need a select few to be in agreement, to be in partnership with you and watch God do what he needs to do. They, they not, these are people that are not going to necessarily make it comfortable. These are people that are going to be a blessing to you. These are people that are going to hear for you. You need people with hearing ears surrounded and connected to you. Everybody can't be worried. Everybody can't be consumed. Everybody can't be Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.